0: Today on the Scott Thompson show on 900 CHML. Scott Thompson show here on 900 CHML. Scott Radley in for Scott Thompson. Some of you in the next little while, as we continue to move along and move away from COVID, hopefully touch wood, cross fingers, all the rest. um, Hopefully some of you, many of you are going to be returning to work. And I don't just mean work. I mean the workplace where you were prior to March of last spring. That is That seems inevitable for some in the not too distant future. The question is, what's that going to look like? And I don't mean, how are you going to interact with your colleagues and friends and everything else? I don't mean that, how is it going to look like? I mean, literally, physically, how is it going to look? Because designers and experts and architects are studying now and trying to figure out what the new modern office space of 2021 should be. How much, is going to be, how much is it going to be different from what we left when we went away? Do we have more cubicles, less cubicles, more open space, less open space? There's, there's so many things because the world and the working world has changed and office designers are trying to figure out what is the way that's going to make people most comfortable. Dave Baird is managing director of the WI, WDI group. Pardon me, uh, W D I group uh, creates the, their website says we create agile office workspaces for the new office normal. Um, that's that's what they do. Uh, he joins us now. Dave, thanks for doing this today. Thanks for the time.
1: Yeah, thanks very much for having having us on. I'm glad to participate.
0: I, now you, based on what you guys do for a living, maybe you're not surprised. I was, I'm a little surprised we're having this discussion only because even a few months ago, I had just kind of assumed that many or even most people who had gone to working from home would just stay at home and continue working there full time. Is that what you had expected? Or did you always think people were going to come back to the office? I
1: think uh, we had a good enough understanding of the value of a workplace that we always felt that staff would eventually come back to the office. I mean, obviously, we didn't we didn't have the answers, and uh, but you know, I think all of us six eight months ago, even our all our design team, you know, with their ears very close to the ground and having these conversations with uh, many other um, companies and CEOs and different organizations, uh, you know, thinking that six eight months ago. We we were convinced that the office would shrink, but we didn't. We I don't think we ever quite thought it would go away. Uh, I think, but I think what we're seeing now is that um, some of our la- latest surveys and, and you know information that's been gleaned from some of our past clients is I think um, it's only down to about seven percent of of organizations are now looking to downsize. So I don't know. If that answers your question.
0: Well, uh, so I mean, we hear from surveys, we see surveys, we see polls, we see things, a a lot of people over the last year and a half or thereabouts have said, you know what, I've learned that I really accomplish an awful lot at home. Now that could be for better or for worse, that could be because they, their home is their office, so they never leave work anymore. And they're working 10 more hours a day than they were, or it could be something else. But that suggests anyway, that there is something in the Home office solitary environment that can be for a lot of people very productive.
1: That's a fact. I mean, there's, there's for some people it's worked, and for some companies, I um, was um, we were in a discussion just yesterday with a firm that they felt that their productivity really hadn't been affected, but what they were feeling had been affected was they felt that their culture was being affected, and that uh, you know there's there's other parts of the business that they felt were sort of being eroded from not having that social interaction and not having the, the face-to-face on a day-to-day basis. And I think the other thing to to keep in mind are some of the other issues that keep popping up, and obviously we're having these discussions every day, but are, are really those blurred lines between work and home. And and really, you know, I think people are being, you know, on 24-7, you know, not being able to shut off because Home is work, and and work is home,
0: and hundred percent you know,
1: those, those those mental health issues that sort of need to be monitored from, and I think that's also something we've been hearing more and more, even very recently. CEOs are starting to make that a, a large focus: is is how to you know to employee well being.
0: A hundred and, percent. And I go back to the point though, if we have been, even if it's maybe it's because of that, and you're right, because people have just not been able to get away from work. But if there is something that has been found to be positive or productive about home, I'm guessing that's then becoming a big part of what you and other people who are looking at modern offices have to figure out is how do you replicate that to a degree in a different space where there are obviously going to be more people around you?
1: I think that's something that's there's not one right answer for that. But I mean, <laughs> everything that uh, I think our designers have been doing for the last ten years and the last you know, fifteen months has changed. Uh, obviously flexibility and agility has become a major focus and I think it's it's imperative that we we keep those types of considerations in for every new design we do. But uh, you know, things like assigned seating, hot desking innovation space, uh, office sharing, and then just those, you know, flexible, agile, you know, um, activity-based work environments. Um, you know, though, I think it's where people can go sit on a couch if they, and and uh, do their work from a couch if, if they're, you know, if that's what they feel like doing or, or go to a stand-up desk or go to a quiet zone and not necessarily just being stuck in a cubicle. So those are some of the changes that we've been seeing
0: but the trick of that is that, again, if, if we're saying that working from home has been productive and for a lot of, as I say, not for everyone, for sure, not for everyone, but for a lot of people, I mean, you could go completely old school and say, well, all right, so if being solitary and not being distracted by other people at work is working, we could go completely old school and just make a little office with a door you could shut for everybody so they could lock themselves away. But that, again, even what you're saying, it sounds like that flies, that may work in some ways, but it flies in the face of what we've been doing now for years and years where we're saying, no, we want open spaces with more interaction and creativity and exchange of ideas. It, it seems almost the two ideas in a lot of ways right now are butting hits.
1: Yeah, in some ways, but I think the the obvious thing that I don't think you and I have mentioned yet is the hybrid. Like, I mean, I think that's obvious. I mean, we're not that that's that's a given. I mean, now I, I think um, you know so many so many companies are saying, you know, we have this great person on our team, um, they they fit culturally, and uh, you know, we definitely want them on the team, but they don't want to be in the office every day, but they're happy to come in maybe two or three days a week or maybe only one day a week. But why, right? So so why are they coming into the office and and what type of work are they gonna be doing? So I mean I think that's what these new workspaces need to accommodate is that yeah, collaboration, knowledge transfer and uh learning, teaching, you know, making sure that all these things are accommodated in a new office. So it's shifted. I mean everything in the office is it's gonna be different. And uh you know, and I think I think uh, the most, uh, I guess, progressive clients that we're dealing with. I think that's that's the way they're thinking. Well,
0: and when when you talk to them, and I, I presume they have talked to their employees, what is the reason that employees want to be back in the office? What's the number one reason why you'd want to be there instead of at home in your pajamas?
1: Well, I don't I don't know if I uh, I can answer that question exactly, but I know that you know the question's been asked eighty eight percent of some of our studies have, have shown to be that they at least want to be in the office one day a week so why that reason i'm not exactly sure but i think um from my own experience and the conversations i can only speak for myself would it, it's it's around that personal interaction i mean you know like if you think back you, uh, you think you think back um uh, for us, I would say it was almost three years ago we started doing virtual meetings, products like Zoom and Microsoft Teams, and I think back then we were pretty crappy at it. You know, there was, <laughs> was a
0: everybody was
1: it was it is a it was a disorganized mess. You know, and I think in the last 15 months we've become really good at it. But I think everybody's sick of it. I think they want to get you know I, I, it's always going to have a place. I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's not going away completely, but we. I think a lot of people are are very much looking forward to, um, you know, being able to collaborate into a normal meeting room and and have those social interactions again.
0: You're listening to the Scott Thompson show podcast on 900 CHML. Is the issue then when you're, when you're trying for the modern office, are we, is it the issue productivity then or comfort or, or does one, does one create the other?
1: You know, there is, definitely some clients productivity is an issue they've they've you know their productivity has gone downhill that's that's definitely the case and and some of those companies would be you know clients that have large call centers and things like that which is quite difficult to manage from uh to manage when they're working from home but um uh, i I think I think the comfort is is a part of it I think, uh, I think a culture is a huge part of it
0: because I would expect now, look, I'm not a boss and many, many, many people are thankful for that. Um, but I'm not a boss, but I would think that when we come back to the office, we're expecting the productivity to remain at least as it was for the last 18 months. And yet if all of a sudden you're back with all of your workmates, it's almost inevitable that that extra socialization is going to take time away and be a distraction and lead to you not working the same way you did at home, which, which again, creates this interesting conundrum for someone who might be designing an office of how do we encourage that connection without it becoming something that takes away from what we're otherwise doing?
1: Well, I think the request we're getting is, is how do, how do we create a draw to our office? Because you know, I, I think leadership and uh, management—they—they—they they, they are really trying to create a draw. And you know, I think there's different reasons for that to your question. But I think you know what we're trying to do at here at WDI Group is to provide a place that's that's enjoyable, that's um, that's interesting, that they they people are are wanting to to come to work. That there's um, there's something there that they can't get at home. It, and then it can be many different things.
0: Away from the kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Better coffee, whatever. It There's
0: be. your answer. They just have the office that is guaranteed no children's zone and you'll have everyone flocking there during the day. Um, I, I saw an ad, I think it was on Amazon or something the other day, it popped up and I have no idea why I came across this because I've certainly never shopped for such a thing. But then, you know, the algorithms find interesting things for us that we never quite understand. It was for individual work pods. And it was, it, it was about, it looked like it was a phone booth basically where people could go and have this solitude and it was all glass, but it was just where you could go and either make a phone call or do some work and quiet. And I looked at that and that's what I was kind of thinking with this. I thought, you know, if, if the idea is that everybody wants to be now in a more collaborative, open, comfortable space, but we still need to have somewhere to get away. It seems like that kind of thing was actually a pretty brilliant idea
1: that's that's becoming huge, and there's there's um, along with that is is many you know new technology new technology that's coming out um regarding booking of these different spaces um yeah phone booths you know they they're not exactly new, I wouldn't say they're new, you know i they're um but I think they're getting more popular again that comes down to an agile work environment right i mean if somebody's only coming in two days a week they don't need their own piece of real estate in the building they need you know probably more typically they're going to have a shared space where they have a workstation that maybe they share with one other person or maybe it's uh, it's just a bookable space and then they can you know tuck into a phone booth for uh, maybe a quick zoom meeting or whatever it may be um but uh yeah
0: that's there is, there's also been this move and you said about an office that people want to come to. I, I, what was it? The, was it was at the Apple or Google office. I don't know where it was, Facebook, something. I mean, some of these offices, they look like they are adult daycare centers. I mean, really right. with ping pong tables and foosball and, you know, Skittles machines everywhere. I mean, like some of them look like they are daycare for adults. I mean, I don't know how many. That, that's obviously for a very young workforce, and maybe that's what we're talking about here. But, I mean, how how comfortable are people wanting their workplace to be? You want people to come, but how comfortable can you make it before it becomes too comfortable?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, no, no two clients are the same, that's for sure. I mean, you know, you're dealing with a, a law firm, or if you're dealing with a, you know, really innovative tech firm, you're going to have different types of staff. You're going to have different types of clientele. So, you know, they, obviously they're totally setting it up completely differently. But I, I, I think, you know, I mean, I, I think w- if you'd asked a lot of, uh, many of the staff that worked at Google, they would tell you that going to work is a pleasure. I mean, it's a it's a joy to go to that office. It's great. It's fun. You know, it feels good. And, and part of it is because of the facility, because of the way that it's being designed and set up. And, uh, you know, and that's what we try to do in a, in the in a measure for every one of our clients.
0: A very complicated part of this, I would think, and I don't even know if this falls into your area, but there has been a suggestion that because people are now going to be working from home more often, there's a lot of office space that isn't going to be needed anymore. Do you, do you anticipate that we are suddenly going to have a lot of space that either could be turned into housing or turned into other use or that is going to be, people are going to be searching for uses. Do you, do you anticipate that offices are going to be not nearly as big as they once were?
1: Well, I can't speak as an expert on uh, the real estate side of things exactly, but I, I think, you know, it's, it's been amazing how many uh, of the companies we've been in touch with have been wanting to, to not wanting downsize. Um, you know, even though they're going to have less staff in the space, they want more meeting space. I I don't think there's going to be as much, um, excess real estate, uh, as maybe we think. I, I, huh. I think it it's, uh, not going to be quite as many. I mean, the, the market's picking up prices are going up right now. So, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's a bit of a, uh, a change in mindset with, uh, Things lifting a little bit here in Ontario. So, What
0: well, what's the fr- from your perspective? And obviously, every person is going to have their own decide decision on their thought on this. But what's the coolest idea for an office space that you think you guys have come up with for someone? What, what's the one thing that was just so out of the box and so unique? And you said I, that that's brilliant. <laughs>
1: you know what? I really, I really uh, think that we've had some awesome feedback on some of the games rooms we put together. Um, just creating like a really fun space. And, and, uh, it's maybe not, uh, one of the other things, it maybe not just, uh, as funky, but some of the, the coffee stations and, and, uh, you know, sort of comfy, cozy lounge areas that we've provided as well have been just, um, so well received that it's been very rewarding, you know, for mm-hmm. our design team and for all of us.
0: Yeah. And I think you've got to be right. I, I like, I, I really, as you're talking, you've I mean, I really do believe that, if people have been very comfortable working from home, you're right. There's going to have to be something uh, that is going to make you want to come into the office. And I'm sure there are people listening who are very um, old school and, you know, very stickler for, you know, work is work and play is play. But I I, got to believe that you're onto something here by saying, if we want people to break from the cheap, the free coffee at home and working in your pajamas and whatever, you got to do something to lure them back. I
1: think that's the case, and uh, I think that's what we're getting. But I mean, we also have, you know, we also have some clients who are, who are simply using their existing footprint, uh, you know, fit outs that we've we've only, you know, finished maybe in the last two years, and uh, putting up these plexiglass screens and stickers on the floor and things like this. But I, I think it's a little bit. Um, I think it's a, a bit of a, a, a short. Uh, short-sighted mindset, you know. I think, I think there's something. Um, I think we need to be think a little further in future, and to be able to really create something that's a little more agile and flexible, so that people can come and go more as as they please.
0: Dave Baird, managing director of the WDI Group, really appreciate you doing this today. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.